views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to Radically Distinct Radio with Jen Morgan. Radically Distinct Radio bridges the worlds of brand marketing and professional development to help you take control of your future and build your brand to accomplish your goals. Whether you're an individual trying to reinvent yourself to launch a new venture, or you're an executive trying to reposition your company to modernize your sales and marketing programs, Radically Distinct Radio provides insights for how to show up in the world as your most powerful brand. As a brand strategist, advertising producer, and business coach, Jen Morgan has 15 years experience helping individuals, teams, and companies create stories that inspire action. Her RAD method empowers people to be radically distinct by giving them a framework for perceiving their brand and expressing their value that sets them in the class of their own. Now, she brings the RAD method to the airwaves to help you maximize your brand power to produce results. Here's your host, Jen Morgan. Yeah, we got Jen Morgan here, and I'm Dr. Pat. She and I are co-hosting this amazing segment of self-promotion, key to living a radically distinct life. Jen, oh my goodness, this is a toughie, isn't it? Yeah, people, self-promotion is a scary subject for most people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I I grew up with the expression from, you know, a family, and the expression was self-promotion stinks. And I thought to myself, uh, okay, now we're in trouble because we have this bias on self-promotion and what it is, and it's a bias that really doesn't serve us, right? It just doesn't serve us. So, Tell us about self-promotion and why this is important and paramount for how we are seen and get out in the world. Yeah, I'm watching this show on Netflix called Marco Polo. Have you seen it? <laughs> yes. Okay, so it's, it's only it was two seasons, and I've watched it now three times. Because I really, I, I really like the show. And if you haven't seen it, it's inspired by Marco Polo's early years in the Kublai Khan um, with the court in the court of the Kublai Khan, which was the, um, he was the Mongol empire during 1271 to 1368. Anyway, so there's this one scene where Marco has fallen out of good graces with the, with the Khan and he's waiting to be executed in his cell. And he gets this great idea and he starts drawing plans on the ground of, I guess it's a catapult, which is like this, um, siege, this, 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 uh, this big, you know what a catapult is, but you mm-hmm. use it during war. Yeah, and he gets one of the generals to look at the drawings, and he starts explaining to the drawing to the general how it will help the how help the Mongols win battles. And eventually, mm-hmm. he gets released from his cell to help build it, and he gets back into the good graces of the Khan. So that's self promotion. And I realize that that might be a little bit dramatic for most people when they think about (laughs) the idea of self-promotion, but it really is life or death when you're thinking about what is it that you want in life? Do you want what you want and where you want to go in the vision that you have, or do you just want the world to tell you who you're going to be in the world? So we live in a really political world. 
it, it, that means that you have to be able to think about how we as humans don't make decisions emotionally. Mm-hmm. We, we make decisions emotionally, not logically. We're not a logical decision maker, especially when it comes to groups. That makes us very political. And in a political environment, if you don't self-promote, then you're a dodo. I don't know if you mm-hmm. remember yeah. my chart where I had that dodo bird down in the left corner. If you, ha- if you don't have my chart, you can opt into the text club. Uh, the number is 31996, and you just text in the word red. But there's a picture of a dodo bird over there. So if you don't self-promote, you're a dodo because no one's looking out for your future but you. So, so that's really why self-promotion is really important for yourself. And if you don't create the story that you want people to have about you and what you're all about, they're going to create one for you. And that's how misperceptions start. And it's really hard to change a misperception. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and let's talk about this for a minute because, you know, if you go back a number of years, here's what we know. We know that generally, uh, you know, uh, even 10 years ago, maybe 15 years ago, we know that the way to promote was really limited in terms of where we are today. You know, there used to be a way that you applied for a job. There used to be a way that you could pitch a business idea. Now, every single thing that is out there about you is either going to promote you or not promote you. And we're dealing with positive promotion, not so positive promotion. But the point that you just made is, we can positively promote our image. Why is it that people don't want to do it? Why don't they just don't want to do it? Think it's bad. Well, I think that we think it's bad because we don't know. One, maybe we don't know how to do it well. Um, we There's a lot of people who don't have a really good vocabulary for how to describe who they are in the world. For example, the ugly duckling is a story that we all mm-hmm. tell our children about how when we grow up, eventually we're going to out, we're going to become relatable to the world. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's my short version of what I think that story is about, but it's really a story about someone who's not knowing who they are. And we start out every thinking of ourselves as an odd duck. And then the more and more ridicule, that the ugly duckling receives from other animals, the more he withdraws from community and eventually runs away from home. Mm. Um, So what if instead the ugly duckling knew that he's not a duck at all? (laughs) He's a a swan, right? That's what self-promotion is, is knowing who you are and then having the emotional strength to communicate it to people when they don't get it right. Um, Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. The question is, we don't see ourselves very well. Isn't that what you do? Help people to really see themselves. Yeah, absolutely. I think we can have outdated, we can have an outdated Mm -hmm. idea of who we are that came from, you know, some, some, the last time that we had to apply for a job, let's say you've been in a job for 30 years. Well, who are you now that you have to go get a job, right? Mm -hmm. We have an outdated idea of who we are. Um, so that's why, you know, personal branding can really help. It can also, you can get, find yourself in a position, a new leadership position at work. And now all of a sudden you have, a, you have to manage perception. You have to manage a whole bunch of other things that you didn't have to in the job you had before. And now who am I to be telling people that I'm the leader here? Who am I? So we start having these questions within ourselves that cause us to not want to speak up or know how to speak up in a way that really feels congruent with who we are. So, you know, people don't like it because maybe they don't know how to do it. We don't like it because 
we don't have the skills to do it. And also, I think that we try too hard to try to do it all on our own. Yeah. You know, and there are ways to promote ourselves and then there are ways to promote ourselves. You know, somebody sent me very something very interesting the other day and I clicked on it and I went to a page and it talked about, you know, the eight top strategies for um, for marketing in 2017. And I was looking at them and one of them was really interesting. It was about stories and storytelling. How important is it for people to, first of all, know they've got a story, and then secondly, know how to go about telling that story to the people or the audience, right, their target audience? Well, I I think that when we're talking, when people, you're either going to, when you're self-promoting, you're either going to be seen one of two different ways. One, very helpful and, wow, really good at promoting yourself, or two, like a braggart. (laughs) I don't know what else to call it. And the question is whether or not you were able to promote yourself in a way that served the people you're communicating to or not. So if, if what you're doing when you're promoting is also wrapped up in the message that you're communicating to other people in a storytelling sort of way, then people buy, like they understand how you fit into the overall message you're delivering. But if all you're doing is talking about yourself and puffing yourself up, then you're just going <laughs> to look like a, you know, a douchebag. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> And that's going to cause that's that really is not really a story. That's really mm-hmm. just like bragging. Yeah. Well, a misperception, misperception, misdirection. We're actually hearing a ton about this in the news and the media. You know, misperception, misdirecting, misinformation, miss, 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 miss. And if we miss all of that, we really are going to miss the target of what we want to accomplish, right? Yes, absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, if you want to be able to live the dream that you have in mind, if you want to be able to get your ideas, change your community, get people to notice who Mm. you are, get people to buy your services, then what you need to do is be able to promote yourself in a way that serves your purpose. And, you know, the media is really good at confusing us as general people, I think, you know, like there's the story that people in the media want to hear. So maybe you can have a conspiracy theory about who owns the media. But Mm -hmm. then there's also a lot of money behind certain ideas, right? So a movie is a certain idea, right? It's a, it's an idea that we put out into the world. And in order to get that idea out into the world, we have to have a lot of financial backing. So there's a lot of reasons that we have to learn how to be able to understand what is perception as a group of people individually. How do we understand what perception is? And then how can we understand when we're being misdirected so that we can speak right to it? Because that's what's happening. We're having more of a voice as a community across the world with the internet. But if we're not able to have a conversation that's not just us arguing with each other about (laughs) whose political agenda is more relevant, then how are we really ever going to have more power as a people? At least that's the way that I look at it. So I think that understanding how to shape perception, understanding how to promote yourself and your ideas and understanding how to make that like something other people can engage in, that that's a skill that if more people knew how to do, there would be less ability to misdirect us as a population. Yeah. You know, I want to ask you, uh, you know, the question about sometimes we get confused about what is promotion and what is passion? Now, wh- when we come back, I know you've talked about passion on pr- 
previous shows. And I find that if we can get at the core of what we're passionate about, we step into talking and communicating in ways that may help us at least identify how we can promote ourselves through passion and purpose. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back. Radically Distinct Radio. Jen Morgan is in the house. Self-promotion. Those of you out there, you got a question, comment, 1-800-930-2819. We'll be right back. Want to help reduce the divisiveness in our world? Each year, the School for Esoteric Studies holds a subjective group conference. This year, our focus is on unity and diversity, the science of right human relations. From April till June, we will meditate together, study relevant writings, and share practical strategies for improving how we relate with each other. Join us to help build inclusive communities. Check on our subjective group conference at esotericstudies.net. That's the School for Esoteric Studies at esotericstudies.net. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. Is traditional medicine not working for you? Do you still feel as if your health isn't 100%? Here at the Holistic Medical Center, Dr. Nushin Darvish and the qualified staff look through the dimensions of wellness and start a healing plan prioritized to your needs. Our physicians assess the whole you until complete health is achieved. Get the help you need by visiting drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. When your body is awakened, your spirit comes alive. Dana Canetto is a transformational guide, embodiment coach, and spiritual mentor assisting women in realigning with their truth and embodying who they are by connecting to the wisdom of their body. Tune in every month on Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Pat Show Network for Body Divinity Radio with Dana Canetto. For more information on Dana and her services, visit danacanetto.com. That's D-A-N-A-C-A-N-N-E-T-O.com. Are you ready to thread your life with intuition? Intuit Apparel can help you do just that. This is not just about a piece of clothing. This is about a movement, an awakening, and staying centered in life. Your life. Intuitive and host of the radio show, Get Into It, Lynn Brown, was given this image with the intention of a clothing line designed to represent the essence of life itself. Visit IntuitApparel.com now and wear your intuition with pride. 
everybody. Welcome back. Radically Distinct Radio with Jen Morgan and me. I'm Dr. Pat. You know, we're tight. This is really kind of cool, right? Self-promotion, key to living a radically distinct life. And, you know, Jen, you're walking us through some of the most important things that we should be aware of, you know, during the show and how we can do this. But before we get to, you know, why we dim our our light over time, um, what's the best way for people to find out more about you and tell us what you've got going on? Well, you can go to my website, jenmorgan.com. That's Jen with two N's, morgan.com. I have going on, let's see. Well, we have the text club. The text Mm -hmm. club is just a faster way for you to get updates about the show, the podcast, and this aspect of the show. When it comes live, I send you a little message weekly or every other week, depending on what I could get done. Um, Let's see, what else? Um, Also, I have some openings for some new clients. So if you're interested in working on your brand, you should give me a call. Nice. 206-972-5366. And wait a minute, by the way, I want to just tell everybody, go to the website. And so, uh, you know, there are previous shows, Jen, that you've done that's really looking at brand from many, many different perspectives, you know, because the world we live in today, it is really hard to hide from the public right now. And so you're helping people cultivate an image, a story, and even a business where they can be profitable, but also that all of the values represent who they are. And that's what I think is so key. That's what's missing today in the world. So thank you for doing what you do. (laughs) Dim in the light, dim in the light. You know, there's a Donna, Donna Summer song, you know, dim the light, something like that. <laughs> many of us, many of us grew up dimming the lights and we didn't even know we're dimming it. I don't even know where to start with this. You know, we do dim our lights. What have you found? Well, you know, I, I'm, I'm a person who I've always done the thing I was passionate about. I followed the passionate plan. I didn't follow the traditional plan for myself and to my parents' dismay, I have to say. So I've always been that personality. <laughs> and about six, about six years ago, I had been, I had been for 10 years prior producing advertising campaigns and the industry changed and I started to lose my excitement for what I was doing um, for a lot of reasons. And I had to start to look at how I was going to reposition my skill set for this new world. And now I look back and I see that I was pretty, pretty ahead of the curve. But at the time I was scared and just a mess and I could not get passionate about my work. And that's a problem when you, when you create your own work and you can't get passionate about it. Yeah. So I started taking some training courses and working with different coaches and things like that. And it eventually found that I wanted to teach and educate and, and, and be able to help people produce better. And I started taking these speaking courses and I I stood on the stage, this was just five years ago, and I couldn't remember my name. (laughs) So I couldn't self-promote at all. And I had been very successful already marketing myself in a career as a producer and as a photographer and in advertising. So I'd already been successful at quote unquote self-marketing, yet I get on stage and I don't know my name. And so this was a big problem for me. Um, Then a few years, and I'm gonna fast forward now, a few years later, I'm, and this is just now maybe three years ago, I was speaking on confident communication to an audience of 120 women, which is a huge growth, right? It's three years for me to go from not being able to speak to speaking in front of 120 women. That was a big freaking deal for me. And I had 25 minutes, my message is on point, And I only had really enough time to tell three stories of different experiences of women in the corporate world. 
um, at different levels of leadership, the challenges they had and how I helped them successfully navigate them. And at the end of my talk, I had no questions and a lot of blank stares. I had one woman ask me if I would come speak to her organization. And I had another woman who had been on the stage earlier. She was from a fancy consulting firm and she went to an Ivy League school and she came over to me and she said, well, that was entertaining. Like, <laughs> so I, I was like, got a lot of mixed messages, right? Because I know my message was on point. Like I, I do know that part. And I know that they were following me because I could see them seeing what I was talking about. But I got a lot of blank stares and wasn't a lot of people coming over and talking to me. So I look back on it now and I, I think that what happened was, and I've talked with a lot of different coaches and different people on it so that I could get more of an objective perspective. But I think that I would, I'm talking to a bunch of women who had just had families and now they're going back into the corporate world. And I think that although I was, you know, entertaining and engaging as a person, I don't think that I made the bridge for them. I think for them, it was a big jump, the world I was describing and the world that they were coming from. So, you know, obviously I've worked on my message since then and like my skills to bridge between where the audience is and what I'm speaking about. But it took a lot of courage to put myself back out there again. Mm -hmm. And to, in order to connect with people, in a, especially from this stage, you have to be open energetically for them to actually feel you, that you know what you're saying, that where you're coming from. And that gets harder and harder the more rejected you feel. And so I think that we dim our light over time because of the emotional trauma that we feel in our bodies when we're rejected. So it doesn't have to be that you were speaking like I was doing. Maybe you put yourself out there to get a promotion and you didn't get that promotion and it hurt mm. because it was, you know, other people no, you know, like, so it, so it feels, and then it feels a certain way when you put yourself out there, it's risky, it's scary. And then when it doesn't go your way, now you have this feeling in your body that you can't get rid of, right? It doesn't necessarily go away. It's stuck there and you're like, ah, so now you want to try to, you know, attempt it again. And you've got to be able to have enough emotional strength and stamina to work through what was wrong about my message, what was wrong about my delivery, you know, and how can I do it better this time? It's a lot easier to just close down and stop trying. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what I've learned is that no one will believe in you as much as you believe in yourself, right? right. People are going to give you blank stares and they're going to have no <laughs> idea about what you're talking about way before you hit the mark. And I'm talking like months and even years, right? So if you want something and the only thing driving you to get that thing done is your desire, you really have to build emotional strength and stamina around rejection, right? Because that emotional memory gets there. It's there, it's there, and you're going to have to keep opening yourself up and keep delivering it as if it's the first time. Yeah. Um, and just to give you an idea as to yeah. like the transformation that can happen when you work through these processes, you know, last month I spoke in front of a group of women um, and it's, you know, two, two or almost three years later and a much different experience. You know, I got hugs and people wanted to get their picture taken with me and I was inspiring. Some of them wanted to hire me as a coach. That's a huge difference, right? <laughs> Um, and I think of myself as being a very emotionally strong person, but learning how to step out into the world as a speaker and as a teacher is one of the scariest things that I've, I've ever done. Um, and there's a quite a bit of work to get your message right. When you're an individual, it's even harder because now we're just talking about me, right? We're, we're promoting <laughs> me, not just my team behind me, right? So um, getting your message is really important, but all that work will be a waste of time if you aren't really willing to keep getting out there to deliver it, to get it right by working it through until eventually it starts to stick. 
So how I got there was through, and how I help my clients get there is through this program that I created called The Confident Communicator. Um, and its purpose is to build your emotional strength and stamina to promote yourself and your ideas because you're going to hear <laughs> no. <laughs> you're going <laughs> to And so you got to get back into the game fresh and like how, you know, and like brighten yourself up, open yourself up, bring your light to the game. You can't go down at the, you know, half, you know, with your flashlight half dim. People right. will be like, why well, don't you want to listen to this person? <laughs> you exhausted. <laughs> Well, you know, and part of this is, first of all, uh, many of us have tried to do it on our own. And what I mean by that is, you know, we've tried to take a situation that is less than perfect, let's say, and pick ourselves up and move out. And, you know, feedback is part of it. Being able to listen to feedback is part of it. Um, and, you know, it, it is one of the things that I don't think we know how to do really well. And it, can you talk about that a little bit? Because obviously you were open to some feedback and then you went ahead and made some change. Um, what was that like? Well, I mean, feedback and we talked when we spoke last time, I was talking about how feedback is hogwash on your brand. And that's really because you need to be clear on your positioning strategy in order Mm -hmm. to get really effective feedback. But there is a difference. And that is listening to what people say. And if you start to see the hear these common themes, you can start to address that in your communication or, you know, there's concerns that you can start heading off by listening to what people are saying, because it's a conversation between you and a bunch of people that's happening at once. So if you're able to identify what people might be thinking, then you can include that in your message. That's really, really important from a sales perspective. And when we're speaking, we're selling people on our ideas. Um, But the other thing is, is when you're not getting any information, (laughs) you're getting like these blank stares or people are just like, what the heck, you know, like that's also information. And you can, and me personally, without other people to help me, I will just kick the crap out of myself, which yeah. is, you know, the self-talk that you have, which is part of the, one of the keys to the confident communication, mastering that it's okay for you to create a story about what just happened. Cause it's mm-hmm. valid. You were there. Absolutely. 100%. But that story is driven by the way that you feel. And those feelings are going to come from anytime you've ever been rejected, anytime people didn't hear what you had to say, you know, and you may or might, you might've been amazing. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> Because no one said anything, you feel like they have to give you all these accolades or like this whole perception that they may not feel that they need to do, right? Right. So you get outside perspective in order to have a more objective idea of what actually occurred so that you can make the right adjustments. And a lot of people that that I have worked with from a marketing perspective, they take that feedback as literal information and then make adjustments literal to what they say when really what they need to do is understand what their intention was, what's their positioning strategy, what is it their goals. And then that information that they get, there's a message in that feedback, but it might not be the literal message that you're receiving. You have to be able to have more of an objective idea of what what's coming at you. And that's hard when you're the one. That's why you get other people to help you facilitate the conversation in your mind. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and the other people that you get, um, you're selecting them based on certain criteria. And when we come back, we're going to talk about, you know, what is it that, you, you know, that Jen has put together for folks? You know, what are the three keys of confident communication? And why are those keys super important in getting out of that stuck, dim place perception of who you are and who you want to become. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with Jen Morgan. Gibbs is a fourth-generation high priestess with the knowledge to raise your vibration and conscious creation. Offering a wide variety of services from goddess light and shamanic healing seminars to private reading sessions, Brie works with you so you too can stand in your own power. Isn't it about time you took your life into your own hands? For more information about Brie's services and products, visit silvergaia.com. That's silvergaia.com. A word of caution, if you prefer the status quo and you are not interested in improving every aspect of your life, this book will trigger the shift out of you. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens is available now. Author Colette Steffen brings the powerful knowledge and life-changing energy and empowerment from the radio airwaves to the pages of her new book. To get your copy in paperback or ebook, visit thetruthisfunny.com today. Sky Siegel co-hosts one of today's most popular psychic shows, Angels and Answers, with Artie Hoffman as she communicates healing messages from the spirit world. These messages can be astounding, enlightening, and life-changing. Born with the God-given talent of inner guidance and the amazing ability to heal, Sky has healed thousands of people. Schedule a reading with Sky now. Call 908-500-1474 and visit skyofangels.com. Hi, this is Leslie Fontaine, and my show is Sheer Alchemy on TransformationTalkRadio.com. When we're bogged down with our emotions, the hardships that plague us in our relationships, at work, our finances, we literally can't see the higher plane where we could be operating from. Tune in to Leslie Fontaine, Sheer Alchemy on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in to Dynamics of Diversity Radio, scripting the new narrative for immigration with leading experts, Kripa Upadya and Steve Tanijo on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This show will remove the noise that often accompanies discussions on this topic and share a new perspective on the dynamics of immigration and diversity, ever reminding us that together we are all at the core of innovation, excellence, and positive change. Visit OrbitLawPLLC.com for upcoming topics. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. I am so thrilled to be talking to all of you. We have got talk radio for all of us. Are you ready and willing and able to accept all of the abundance you can muster up in your life? Check us out at drpatshow.com, transformationtalkradio.com, transformationradio.fm. Oh, my goodness.
Yeah, there we go. Thank you, Mr. Benny. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That is Donna Summer. Um, and, you know, Jen, thank you for today. Before we uh, talk about uh, the three keys of confident communication, let folks know again how they can find out more about you and how they can work with you. You can go to my website, jenmorgan.com. That's Jen with two N's, morgan.com. Probably the best thing to do is to fill out the contact form. Let me know what you think you might be wanting to work on so that I can kind of do a little bit of research and have an idea for you. But then we'll set up a time to talk and see if we would be a good fit. Awesome. Um, So let's talk about, you know, confident communication. Um, Just saying it for some people may be a stretch in what they're thinking about. But I know for many of us, we're thinking, yeah, I want to have that. I want to do that. So share with us what the keys are. All right. So there's three keys. One is mastering self-talk. The second is creating space for other people to contribute. And the third is managing perception. Now, the way to think about them is that by using them, you're developing and building the muscles of yourself. When you work them out in self, meaning self-confidence, self-worth, self-value, those sorts of things. And when you work them out, you're building emotional strength and stamina to stay engaged in the communication that's occurring. Because it's really us taking ourselves out of what's happening that makes it so that we start to lose our our confidence that we can engage in, in, in scary situations, mm-hmm. inability to handle conflict, which is going to happen anytime that you have an idea because people don't want to change, <laughs> you know, so you got to be able to handle conflict. You got to be able to handle pushback and you got to be able to stay open to listen to feedback, even if you don't agree. So by using these three keys, to confident communication, you are progressively building your ability to stay open and engaged in a communication. That's the goal of confident communication. The first one, I'm going to kind of go through each one. I have yeah. a story for each one. Okay, so self-talk, mastering self-talk. Self-talk is the stories that you tell yourself that either talk you into or out of doing something. Uh, the, there's a woman that I consulted with. She's an attorney. She works at a high-profile firm. Mm-hmm. She was an associate under a litigation attorney for a few years now, and that's kind of become her identity. And mm-hmm. she's decided she doesn't any more want, she doesn't want to go down that path anymore. She doesn't want to go into litigation. She wants to go a different path in law, which is a pretty big deal to be working underneath somebody and then decide to go a different way. Now she's got to figure out how to reorient herself in this organization and get back on track with the type of law that she wants to do. But the problem is, is that she spent so much time working underneath another person where she wasn't the main person that she's kind of forgotten how to self-promote, lost her confidence and why she, you know, who she is independently. And although she's ready to do something else, she's struggling to, to step forward um, and to take the actions that she needs. She, she can see it, but she's like her, her brain's on board, but she's struggling with making the movements. Mm-hmm. And this is because she doesn't have an empowering story to tell herself. She has a bunch of self-doubt and fear that's running the conversation in her head. Confidence is certainty that you know what you're doing. Self-confidence is certainty in who you are to do it. So making a big change in how you show up in the world starts by changing the way you perceive yourself, which is to rewrite the conversation you're having in your mind about what you're trying to do. 
you got to learn to listen to that inner voice that lists out all the ways that you can't do it. <laughs> you got to listen <laughs> to it. You got to engage with it and you've got to let it exist because what, what we're taught and coaches, a lot of coaches do this too. We teach people don't listen to that voice of doubt. Don't listen to that negative voice, but that voice is smart. That voice mm-hmm. knows mm-hmm. what you're up against. And so why is it that we tell one another to stop listening to that voice? I do not know, but <laughs> it's not a good strategy. <laughs> and it, and the worst part is that people are only going to listen to you as much as you listen to yourself. And if you don't listen to that little negative voice that's telling you why this is going to hurt, <laughs> this is not going to be fun. You don't listen to that voice. And how can you engage and create a new one? It's like you have this little kid inside your heart and it is scared to death. You're just going to tell it to shut up and be quiet so that you can go do what you want to do. No, it doesn't work like that. You have to have a conversation <laughs> with that inner voice so that you can, you know, step out into the world and get it to be quiet while you speak. Right. So we want to be in a conversation with someone who's interviewing us. We want to be in a conversation with somebody that we want to fall in love with. And we want to be able to be present. We don't want to be having this conversation going on in the back of our head that's telling us that we aren't good enough and we don't know what we're doing here because we can't hear what the other person is saying. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So the more you've thought through, um, like, who, what are you attempting to do and who are you attempt to do it? The more those things are going to be a little bit more edited, the more on board your body is going to be with actually doing it because you've thought it through, the more present you can be with yourself when you're in the moment, and the more courage you're going to have to promote yourself when you need to speak up and let people know what you can do, where you want to go, what's going next. You know, how else can you accomplish your goals? But the first step is to master that self-talk. Get yourself on the same page. (laughs) You know, don't have your mind in one place and your body in another place. Just get it together. And the way to get it together is to engage in that conversation, that conversation that tells you you can't do it. Okay, well, why not? What's going on? Let's list out all the reasons. And each one of them are going to go through them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, this is really kind of the the dim dim switch thing. And what I mean by that is we don't even know sometimes that we are telling ourselves we can't do something. And you know, it brings, you know, the one of my my favorite and least favorite words on the planet is doubt. Um and it is that thing that can creep in at the strangest moments. You know, for example, in the story that you shared earlier about, you know, some of the feedback that, you know, you had received a number of years ago, you could have either said to yourself, wow, I'm going to listen to this and I'm going to make some changes. Or you could have said, well, wait a minute, I must not be good enough to do this. And this is what we're talking about. If the good enough, if the not good enough stuff comes in, what happens? Well, you know, that's the thing is, you know, if you ever had a kid, I, I don't have children, but I like, I have a little brother. He's very challenging when he wants something, he wants something and he yells and he, you know, he gets, he gets very into it. Right. And that's pretty much what's happening when that voice is happening inside of yourself. It's having a child that won't stop crying on the plane, <laughs> won't stop crying in the grocery store. Right. And I, of course, every child is different, but you're, actually an adult, right? It's not an actual person outside of it. It's actually yourself. And I've found that the way that we start to be able to get a hold of ourselves during during situations where we're scared, where we don't believe in ourselves, is to listen. Listen to that voice. 
and then say, you know what, I'm here I am. I, I believe in myself and here are the reasons why I can do this because I've thought it through. I'm not just showing up here in the middle of nowhere and I've been thrown into some situation where now I'm going to pitch you who I am. No, I've thought it through. I know who I am. So you got to remind yourself, hey, I know you're scared right now, but remember, this is who I am. My name is Jen Morgan. I empower people to be radically distinct. I have experience that's going to help this group of women. Maybe I'm not going to be perfect, but me getting up here and sharing these things is me doing what I believe I'm meant to do. And the right people are going to find me because I believe that I have a higher purpose than just my own self-preservation and my own you know, desires to make money. So, you know, yeah. you kind of have to go through that conversation with yourself enough times. So at the end of the day, you don't have your coach there with you. <laughs> How do you coach yourself? you got to be your own best coach. And the way you're your own best coach is thinking about the reasons that you're doing what you're doing. Why? Why am I here? Mm-hmm. And how can I best serve the people there? And self-promotion is the only way that you can actually serve your purpose in life. How can people know what you're supposed to be doing if you don't tell them? <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody knows. We're all focused on our own agenda. And if you don't let people know who you are, then they're just going to put you into a box of where they want you to be based on their agenda. And that's we go back all the way to the political thing. We don't want people generally don't like politics and Mm -hmm. good people tend to like politics even less. But what if politics is just the way that we maneuver through the world? And if we were all rational beings like computers, we wouldn't need politics, but we're not, (laughs) you know, and so we can accept this and start to become better at promoting ourselves so that we can get ourselves into situations that that allow us to 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 contribute our best skill set. You know, my best skill set somewhat esoteric, (laughs) you know, that is hard. That's a challenging thing. It's like a creative person, a healer. They're very challenging things for people to grapple with investing in. So how do you get people to know? Well, you got to educate people. You got to give people an understanding. And that's my job. It's not other people's job to understand how I can help them. It's my job to do that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, the the thing that you're talking about, we'll talk about this when we come back, is there is a starting point. You know, there is a place that we can begin. And, you know, the work that you do with people helps folks with the starting point because it may be a, a really big leap for some people to say, here I am today. I can't even imagine promoting myself. So game over. But it doesn't have to be like that. If we can take a look at the switch and the idea of raising the dimmer, then what do we do to manage perception? What do we do? to create space for others. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Hey listeners, would you love to have the most imaginable relationships ever? David Karsher has just finished his breakthrough book, The Seven Spiritual Strategies for Fulfilling Relationships, and he is giving you a copy. Learn to move any important relationship in your life forward like never before. Visit davidkarsher.com slash blessing or transformationtalkradio.com to receive this incredible gift. Once again, that's davidkarsher.com slash blessing. What is a brilliant culture? 
And how do we create them? Why are they important? Claudette Rowley has created a breakthrough five-step process to help you design a culture that is authentic, innovative, and successful. Learn how to create change with Cultural Brilliance Radio, the DNA of organizational excellence and Claudette Rowley. To learn more or work with Claudette, visit ClaudetteRowley.com. Artie Hoffman is the hottest psychic with the warmest heart and the host of the hit show Angels and Answers. A renowned psychic, medium, spiritual life coach, and an entertaining motivational speaker, Artie has helped over 15,000 people with his amazing intuitive gifts, his passion, and his humor. Call 877-ANGEL-02 to schedule a personal reading or to have your own psychic Artie party. That's 877-ANGEL-02. And visit ArtieHoffman.com and Angels and Answers on Facebook. Are you looking for the perfect setting for your next workshop or retreat? At Spirit Fire Meditative Retreat Center, cultivating consciousness is what we do best. Our guests count on us to create an atmosphere that supports serenity and well-being. We lead from the heart and create space for the mind. Freshly prepared meals designed with local and organic ingredients, 95 acres of beautiful woods and pastures, and a facility built with green in mind. This is what you'll find at Spirit Fire. For more information, visit SpiritFireRetreatCenter.com. Be unstoppable. Who do executive women count on for up-to-date information on everything from stilettos to being heard in the boardroom? To achieve excellence, you must first take control of your life and develop a successful strategy with the Unstoppable Diva. Tune in to Up or Out with Connie Fife, Mondays 5 p.m. Eastern, as she cuts through the BS to guide you to become bold, connected, and unstoppable. For more information, visit uporout.com. Are you feeling stagnant or blocked in your love life, career, health, or finances? Experiencing difficulty focusing or setting and achieving goals? Tune in to Spiritual Diagnostics Radio with psychic visionary healers Carol Dorian and Suzanne Evans. Discover the cause and effect of unwanted patterns in life. Tune in every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information, visit spiritualdeed.com. Be you plus live your purpose equals joy. That's the motto of Unstuck Joy with Vicki Todd. Vicki believes you were born with gifts that are meant to make the world brighter. Each show will feature an art visioning journal prompt to help you create your way to soul clarity. If you're ready to get unstuck and create more joy, this show is for you. Tune in every month on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information, visit VickiWorldArt.com. Wow, there we go. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, Jen Morgan in the house. We're talking about self-promotion, key to living a radically distinct life. Um, Jen, you know, part of this is really looking at mastering self-talk. But, you know, this idea of perception and contribution are equally important. And I, I would love for you to share more about that because, you know, who was it? Stephen Covey said something like, we don't really listen. We're actually waiting to talk. Yeah. And <laughs> that's really different. That's really different than creating space, isn't it? 
Yes, yes, <laughs> absolutely. And I think that that, hap- you know, mastering self-talk is a very good thing. You're basically quieting your mind by clarifying what it is that you're trying to do and who you are to do it, right? That's a big part of what I call personal branding, but it's also the way that I coach people. Like we're just trying to get your mind clear so that when you're in a communication with other people, you're a, you're a clear source to hear what's actually being said. Um, and so there's the Mastering self-talk, which is really being clear about what you're trying to do and not being, that gives you some space between yourself and what you're trying to do, which allows you to not worry so much about yourself. Mm-hmm. And then on the flip side, you can become so clear with what you're trying to do and how to go about doing it that you can forget that you can't do it alone. And you end up running people over with your message, which is really what happened to me at that women's event. I was really clear about my message and how it will benefit them and what I wanted them to know, but I really didn't create the space for them to be where they were at. I didn't bridge. I didn't create a bridge for them to engage with me. So creating space for others to contribute is about creating room within your message, your self-promotion for others to have their own point of view, their own experience. One of my coaching clients was struggling with a colleague at a similar level to her in a different department. Whenever she would ask him to do something or even contribute to a group conversation, he'd stonewall her, blank stare. He would just not engage. Um, the reason is, is that, you know, to, to back up a little bit, she really wanted to be perceived as an authority. She wanted her colleagues to take her seriously, and she was the only woman at her level, so she had a lot of desire to get what she was looking for. So when she would go communicate with him, she would tell him what to do instead of asking him for his advice or his opinion. And he didn't respond well to that. So he would just be quiet. So I asked her, you know, have you ever asked him what he thinks should be done? Mm -hmm. And she says, well, why would I do that? Men don't have to do that. And that was her, her idea that in order to be perceived as an authoritative figure in their organization, I need to speak like the men do. Um, And I think her statement was a huge generalization. Certainly there are men and women who have an authoritative leadership style. The question is, is that style effective? (laughs) Um, And specifically, is that effective for you? And the answer is no. So as soon as she started asking him, here's what I think we need to do. In your expert opinion, what do you think we should do? Mm -hmm. He would start engaging with her because now she's seeing him as an expert and she's not saying this is the only way, but this is what I think. What do you think? And then he started CCing her on emails and and helping her get into conversations that were happening in his department way earlier, which was very good for her. So um, communication is a collaborative act and you can't communicate with someone who isn't open to engaging with you. So the second key to confident communication is to create space for others to contribute. When there's space for them, you make it easier for them to step into it and contribute you know, that little space that you have there, that their opinion matters is going to give you the, uh, give them the opportunity to speak up because you've loud, you've said, Hey, you're, you you matter. I want to know what you (laughs) think. I want to listen to you. And, you know, that's mastering self-talk is the first part because you won't be able to hear them if you can't get your voice inside your head under control. Yeah. I mean, I think we're hearing terms that are a little bit bizarre right now, but they, you know, this is, I guess, the language that, you know, businesses talk about, human-centric. I mean, it's an interesting term, human-centric. What does that mean? You know, uh, we have to focus on working with people. And, you know, for somebody like me who worked in human resources, it's really interesting how no matter how many years go by, no matter what we've done, it boils down to what you're talking about. 
we're human beings and we actually want to be treated with like human beings, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And listening and communicating is at the top of the list. Mm -hmm. And yet we don't really know how to do that really well, do we? I don't think that we do. I think that we spend a lot of time um, teaching people how to behave in certain ways and mm-hmm. not enough time teaching people how to look at things, <laughs> like how to look at things from a different perspective. And I, I think I really think that's the difference between executive coaching and personal branding. Executive coaching is about teaching people the way it's always been, teaching them how to, how to develop behaviors that fit into a corporate environment, teaching them the way. And I think I'm not saying those things are bad. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that's one way. But Personal branding is about teaching this person how to see the world from their own point of view and then become better at communicating that point of view. Um, I think that we have so many more ways that we could be working together collectively if we all knew how to represent ourselves more effectively. I, I believe that 100%. And in fact, I believe that knowing what makes you radically distinct will allow you to put words to that genius zone that you've gotten, you know, that has allowed you to be alive today, that has allowed you to specialize in a certain direction. You know, you got to have a language and a vocabulary for that, just like any company brand does. But yeah. we got to go back to my third key or we're not going to yeah. get to it. <laughs> yeah, we got to get to that. Okay. So the third key to confident communication is to manage perception. And this is what you're doing when you're going on an interview, when you're presenting your ideas to a group of people, when you're speaking to a group. You want to create a perception of who you are and then manage that perception in the actions you create. That is how trust is formed, right? You can't say one thing and then do something else. Nobody will get get behind you. (laughs) Um, So the only way you can do this well with others is you can only do this as well with others as you do it for yourself. So that's why it's really important to master self-talk. The stories you tell yourself determine how you feel about who you are. And we can feel on top of the world when everything is going our way. You see the signs that that there's a God, that there's a universe is on your side. You feel grateful because the world is lining up the way you intended. But the true test of character and of confidence is how do you respond when things aren't going your way? Because you're you're going to feel restricted. It's going to be hard to open up. You're going to be irritated. People aren't listening. No one's understanding. <laughs> you feel like a fraud if you're not perfect example. You cr- All of a sudden, that self-talk thing is coming back up and you're in the middle of this hot in the hot seat other people are watching you and are you really who you say you are are you really able to talk about this idea are you really able to affect this change when no one's actually on board so if you're clear about what you're trying to do and who you are to trying to do it you know how to master the conversation in your head and you know how to create space for other people to contribute you're going to have more insight in how to maneuver when things aren't going your way and planned you're going to be able to calm yourself down by how you talk to yourself you're going to be able to ask the right questions so that you can take the focus off of yourself you're not going to be at the effect of people rejecting you because you are on board with yourself you know, because you understand how your self-promotion is supporting your end goal. So the third key to confident communication, they all kind of go on top of each other, is to manage perception. And you can only manage people's perception if you're able to manage the conversation in your head, you're able to switch the script, get the other people talking, right? You got to get create, <laughs> create that space for other people to tell you why they don't like it and let them talk and let them talk so that you can get yourself back <laughs> on board, right? And so you've got to be able to do this in your own head first. Like, okay, things aren't going right, Jen. I'm not a loser. I just got to try a different strategy. Let me just try a different thing, you know? And I can't do that in a group environment if I can't get myself to do that. 
you know, for myself. So, you know, in my closing moments here, we live in a political world. If you don't self-promote, you're a dodo bird because no one is looking out for the future but you, for your future but you. If you don't let people know who you are and what you can do, they will create their own story, a story that serves their agenda and probably not your own. So if you want to live a life of your choosing, if you want to affect change in your community or your work, or you just want to get a different job, self-promotion isn't just mandatory, it's a must-do. And if you haven't done it for a while, it's going to feel like going back to the gym. Hey, thank you for tuning in to Radically Distinct Radio. I don't want you to miss an episode, so subscribe to Radically Distinct Radio on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. And if you can, please rate and review the show on iTunes. Stay connected to me. Sign up for my newsletter on my website, jenmorgan.com. Follow at Radically Distinct on Instagram and Facebook. And tweet with me at, at jenmorganbrand. Until next time, I'm Jen Morgan, reminding you to be radically distinct. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.